and begin. You girls ready? Hell yeah. <laughs> this is Breath. Oh, wait. Do we need to do clinky before we officially begin? Of course. Of course. Okay. And let us yeah. do the clinky. Show wouldn't be legal if there was no clinky. My arms have gotten shorter. Cheers, fellas. It's my inner T Rex. Breakfast of champions. That's actually 100% accurate. That is a tasty Uh. burger. (laughs) (laughs) That actually is my breakfast of champions. First thing of the day. Thank you very much, except for the edibles I had earlier. Welcome back, everyone, to the fabulous. Bestest metal podcast in the entire fucking multiverse. Metal Nerdery Podcast. Oh, yeah? We have the Billiam. That's me. We have the Russell. I'm sitting right here. And we have Matthew drinking on an empty stomach. Wheeler. Thank you for that. Do you guys remember? It's going to be the way we start every every show. It's just going to be, do you guys remember? It's going to be like the flashback music. What do you think is good flashback music? You know, like with, like in Wayne World, Wayne's World, it was a dilly but it's like, what would be a good flashback effect? Mm. The flashback. I love the helmet. I don't know if that's the one. <laughs> you are number six. And there it is, both. <laughs> Remember being a kid and turning on the radio, and, and up front, yes, they played this on the radio. They played both the intro and the next track. Do y'all remember hearing In the Beginning and Shouting the Devil on the radio? Shout on the devil. Shout at the devil. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe. I heard it on... Uh, As I got older. On my got cousin's older. record. Really? The first time I ever heard it. I was... God, what fucking year was that? 83. Yeah, I was 10. Yeah. Yep. And, September uh, 20, was it 6? Scared the shit out on of On your me. birthday. Yeah. No shit? <laughs> yeah. Oh, fucking A. Yeah. Look at there. Happy birthday to Russell. Yeah. Yeah, it scared the shit out of me, too, the first time I heard it. I was like, what the fuck is that? Because the distorted voice and the, in the beginning. Yeah, well, it was before I heard ever heard of Venom or anything like that. And that was the first devil stuff that yeah. I ever heard. And I was like, and, you know, I'd already had the teachers at school that told me I couldn't, like, kiss because they were Satan worshipers. And, mm, you know, and well, I grew up in you know, Lawrenceville was a whole lot different in 1983. Oh, than sure. it is. Yeah. They just loved Jesus back I mean, then, Russell. Sure you don't got to get a, hey, y'all, it's Selma May. You don't got to get all weird about it. I mean, the South is very... They're, they're they're godly folks, but they're also judgy folks, you know? Sometimes they're just judgy assholes, but they're scared of Satan, y'all. What? They deny the power <laughs> of Satan. They don't... Look, Billy, people in the South, they get worried about stuff like this. Woe to you. See, that's what they think. What in Kiss's music says anything about... Oh, the name of it's the band. It's in the name. Yeah. Kids in Satan's service. Knights in Satan's uh, service. service. Apparently, kids are smart enough and developed enough to be knights. Did Wasn't you not know this? I just heard it's something... It's your favorite band, Bill. Were, Come on. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> oh, he spit blood and blew fire, and he had wings like a bat. That was badass, you have to admit. What yeah. was the acronym for Dokken? Dokken? Um, Don't overcock cunts ever, ever. <laughs> no, Is that it? Like it's with a K, cock cunts. Oh, I didn't know there was one for docking. It was like devil killing kids or some shit. <laughs> devil out killing kids every night. Yeah. Oh, that's what it was. Yeah. <laughs> really? Something that's weird it? like that. Yeah. yeah. That's that's like, okay. You know what? Now I actually like docking better because that's a way more metal sound. Than- that had nothing to do with a man's last name. <laughs> that's awesome. Devil out killing kids every night. I wonder if they had one for night. Van Halen. 
<laughs> I don't know, but y'all have inspired me. I think my comedy now is going to go down a new rabbit hole. I'm going to start trying to do acronyms for all the all the metal bands that I love and find out how they're connected to Satan because don't deny the power of Satan. And it's probably not going to say He's it everywhere. Yeah, that's that's only... Especially in the music business. Lawrenceville, Georgia stuff, probably. Yeah. Probably not. I mean, there's some, you know, the Westboro Baptist folks, you know, there. Oh, God. Did you see fucking uh, Grohl troll them the other day? acronym. Everybody trolls them. A-C-R-O-N-M. Not the way he did. Oh, did he like ultra fuck them? Ultra They were out protesting before one of his shows. Yeah. And he drove by on a flatbed band with a full band. Oh, that's bad. It was taught. It was with the band. Like just rocking out. Yeah. And uh, playing BG shit. Uh, Bee Gees? Well, they got their that album, the Bee Gees. Right. They just came out with this all Bee Gees songs. Oh, no shit. Yeah. It's, it's the Foo Fighters, the Bee Gees. That sounds kind of cool, actually. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, they drove by on a flatbed truck with all their amps and uh, PA system. He's talking to them. He's like, I love you. Yes, even you. I love you. You know, can't we just love each other? You oh, know? so basically like spitting back the central theme of Christianity back to them. Right. Actually. Okay, right. that was how, how nice. But then they played... Uh, uh, you should be dancing. <laughs> you shouldn't be out here be, uh, hating. You should be dancing. And then they he starts singing the Bee Gees. Shows. Freaking <laughs> great! Shit. Yeah, I would have to see that. I'm gonna have and to some girls uh, roller skating behind him, like basically in a bikini. <laughs> Just it's like this whole little. That's God intended. We all know that. Yeah. That yeah, we're cool. I all don't right, even so. know if we talked about what we talked about yet, but yeah, we're talking about the Motley Crue shout at the devil. Right, which immediately scary ass album cover right yeah even without the pentagram like when i first saw it i saw the four dudes and i was like okay those guys look kind of you know at 10 11 years old that's kind of creepy looking yeah i think my first listening was i think mixon had this what'd you think when you heard it i mean i liked it yeah yeah or were you kind of like what the fuck no i thought it was cool shit yeah i didn't i never you know, I went to church a couple times with friends or whatever, so I, I never got the whole. Oh, I was scared. I'm scared of the devil or all that shit. I just thought it sounded cool. Yeah, you know? I mean, it sounded cool, but it was always also I grew up with that, and that was back when they had those rumors about the power of Satan within the record. I tried to fold the record in half, and he wouldn't let me break it because Satan's power is in the vinyl. Freaking idiot! Like, do you think fucking Satan's fucking involved in the pressing process? Yes. He's got damnation to do. Y'all fucking pay attention. So but yeah, I grew up all around that shit. So it was yeah, it was also too. badass because ooh, it was like the Alex ooh approval all about ooh, is this gonna piss off and scare my family? Yes. Ooh, absolutely. then let's fucking do that all the time. As loud as possible. Can't be loud enough. That's what it came down to. And then they put the sticker on it, right? The Parental advisory. Right. Which and is that, basically politicians. That's like pouring gas on a fire. That's right. Yeah. That's all you pricks is that when did. they started doing It, it should have said, buy me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's that's the basically thing. all yeah. you did. Yeah. yeah. Like, there were, there were even people. over there. Right. Yeah. There, were even, there were even bands that didn't get the sticker that were complaining because they wanted yeah. the sticker. Because yeah. the get to albums work, Tipper Gore. That, were, that were selling had the sticker. Had the sticker. Yeah. Tipper Gore, founder of the PRC. Really, that was like the dumbest thing they could have ever the Parents done. Music Resource yeah, no Center. It was genius yeah. for the uh, record marketers, you know, and uh, let's put fuck in one of the songs. Right. <laughs> yeah, we got to use the word fuck so we can get our sticker. And then let's have a, let's, let's try to have a, a pseudo-fascist, you know, blockade of, uh, we're going to put a warning on that. Uh, all yeah. you did was highlight it with highlighters saying, 
Come buy me. Come play this me. This is good stuff. This is rebellion. Yeah. Fuck you. That's yeah. basically what it says. Not they, fuck you, Bill, but... You they, know. they probably had had stock in the sticker company, right? right. Probably so. The politicians. That's how it usually works. Because <laughs> right. they're, you know, whores. That's what they are. Anything for money. They're but I will whores. say, I had zero knowledge of Motley Crue. Oh yeah, me before either. I heard this album. Yeah, me. Either. Yeah, me. This, this was the I didn't even hear. I hadn't heard "Too Fast for Love" until after. Like I same. heard it. Yeah, yeah. same. Yeah. So this was the actual. Probably for us, it was probably like the first new album by Motley Crue, even though it wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, that was an off mic burp. It was. Too Fast for Love did well. It did, but it was still an LA centric. Thing yeah. with this, this one launched was much on, darker. Much, yeah, Too Fast for Love was more about you know let's do drugs and fuck and get high and party. This one was more about ooh let's do drugs get you know get high fuck and party. But let's also uh, let's put a little Satan in there, huh. <laughs> uh, a little black magic. Uh, that's were, kind of the vibe. You they know? were probably yeah. also trying to sell some. Records. They were selling oh, yeah. records. You know, well they created. Yeah, a, think about it. They created a vibe. They're looking sure. what Ozzy did. They're looking at you know. Uh, some other influences out there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, add what, a little bit of spooky to it. And yeah, and what Kiss did. What, what Kiss did. Yeah. Sabbath, Kiss, yeah. yeah. I mean, well, again, you know, <sighs> kudos and Satan's service. That's what Kiss means. I don't know if y'all <laughs> knew that. It's it, it's on Kiss Exposed. I don't know if y'all have ever Bill seen it. He's got the, not the power of Satan. Exactly. He's got the DVD. Oh, before we get too oh, yeah. far. Oh, I'm yeah. sorry, oh, Russell. Yeah. Did you want to fill the good people in on our news segment? I would like to talk to you today about the uh, beer of the episode. This dun, this dun, episode. <laughs> we need some good swingy music. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So so this particular beer also yeah. purchased because it had a super cool, uh, we'll call it album cover, uh, is Still Fire Brewing out of Sewanee, Georgia. You're welcome, Still Fire Brewing. Yes. This is called Orange Diva. It is a blood orange wheat it is a 16-ouncer. It comes in a four-pack. It's, it's a tall nice. boy. Yeah, it is a tall boy. And it's uh, 5.3 alcohol by goddamn volume. That's pretty reasonable. Yes, Does it sir. taste like an orange? Honestly, this is a really good... Ref- this is a beer that you could drink outside when it's fucking 90 degrees. It's, there you it's, go. Yeah, it's refreshing. Nice. Um, not heavy at all. For A lot of wheat beers are a little bit thick. This one's not. It's kind of crisp. I, I got to um, say something just tangentially related to this. Yeah. Hail to still fire. See what I did right there? Huh? Awesome. Huh? Hail to not, still not fire. Not hail to fire, but hail to still fire. So not H-A-I-L, but H-A-L-E. Helen fire. No. Ha- H-E-L-L. No, like I- like Metallica <laughs> hail to fire, but like, you know, still fire. Still of the night. So hail to still fire. Still hail to still the night fire core. Fucking boom. That's the new core. Yeah, yeah probably not. All right. Damn genius. Around these parts, getting outdoors means enjoying a tasty as heck wheat beer with just the right amount of luscious orange deliciousness to go winch that 10 pound thirst. What the fuck does that mean? (laughs) All right. I ain't never co winched a thirst before, but. So, what's on the cover there? Well, it looks like a bear fishing. Oh, yeah. yeah, you got a bear. It looks like it looks like Smokey the fa- Smokey the Bear. And is that a fox? No, that's the raccoon dude from Ga- Guardians of the Galaxy. Ah, it's Rocket. <laughs> but he's okay. wearing like my hat, some my comedy hat, which but, is not on my. They're using oranges as bait, and they are fishing uh, <laughs> out of a little alligator. Okay, I feel like that's symbolism. I think those oranges are actually. Uh, 
drugs and they're actually trying to like lure the kids off the streets with drugs. Anyway, so so how is it? <laughs> it's good. Good, good beer. It's quite yeah. tasty. Matthew, uh, yeah. I would agree. Yeah. I would concur. Still Hail. Farm Brewing is in Suwanee, Georgia, and I have been there on uh, multiple occasions to watch sport events and such. It's a really cool place, but I was in the in the package store and was surprised and happily surprised to see or pleasantly surprised to see that they are now canning and selling their beers here locally so good deal so yeah. again hail to still fire thank yes, you sir. russell for that, yep. that beautiful and back, back to the show a beautiful and poignant part of the show not really poignant it's not sad but it's poignant i think it means like sad that's but big. like sad in a fancy way. Like he fancy uses all the big words. I get lost. Man, you know, I just, I, I, I got a thesaurus the other day. I had to look up what the fuck that meant in a dictionary. You know, I mean, it's like it just never ends. So shout at the devil. Wow. 200,000 copies in the first two weeks yeah. of release. It's because that black cover with a freaking pentagram on it. I'm telling you, it sold the shit out of that yeah, record. I guess, you know, the kids love Satan. Well, they, what are you going to do? What were they playing? I mean, really, in 83... I don't remember hearing "Shot at the Devil" in '83. I remember Maybe hearing they did. that shit on the Maybe radio. Yeah, I mean, we were we were ten. So. Yeah, so I remember hearing it on the radio. Swear to God, because I would hear it and it would come no, on don't. and they would play. Yes, I do, Billy. No, don't, don't don't naysay. Look, man, <laughs> I know you're naysaying, but I'm not wrong. Look, WKLS ninety six Rock is back on iHeartRadio again. A free plug for them. If you go ask Willard, I guarantee you he will tell you they used to play this shit on ninety six Rock in um, Georgia. Well, I remember seeing one of the videos on MTV, but it wasn't. Did they have a video for Shot at the Devil? I think so. Okay. Was it like a live video or something? I you think, know, I'm trying to remember. I'm not sure if they I did I think or they not. had one for Looks at Kill as well. I know they had Looks one for that. Looks at Kill too young, to, too fall young to fall in love. I remember I'm not those. sure if they had a video for Shot at the Devil. Well, hold on. I should see it. Oh, by God, we'll find out. If not, well, Billy's tentacles will be all over it. Well, they had a single. And it made it to 30 on the billboard. That's pretty good for a song like that. Shout out to Devil coming to you on Satan Radio, WSTN. Just kidding. But Satan doesn't work in radio. He's obviously a TV guy. He's all about That image. might have been one of the first albums that I really noticed how heavy the guitar was. Like, just the, the tone and everything. Mick Mars always had that big sound. Yeah. I don't know why, but, like, his sound in a weird way was like, Eddie Van Halen's, you know how Eddie Van Halen's yeah. sound was just so huge. Yeah. It's like, it's just, it's no, a guitar I agree, player. I agree it totally. Um, Mick the, Mars, I think, was always somewhat underrated as a guitar oh, player. He, 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 he wasn't a shredder like a Steve I or Eddie or, you know, but his riffs that he wrote were super cool. And then his solos, like, uh, one of my favorite solos is A Piece of Your Action, which was on Too Fast for Love. Right. But it's just so dirty and like just he he angsty. had like that virtuoso stank, almost kind of like yeah. Angus, but yeah. like turned up to eleven because right. that Girls 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 tour show when he did the solo, right? It, it was weird. It was like a heavy solo, which I know that sounds bizarre as yeah. fuck, but it's like it was literally he was shredding, yeah. But it was fucking heavy, but it was like gritty and angsty. Yeah, it has this real nasty sound to it. Yeah. It's hard to describe. His, but his tone it's is all ridiculous. attitude. It's yeah. attitude. It's yeah. a lot of fucking attitude. And That's what, a great what happens is he's got custom marshals, right? And they got an attitude button, and you like hit it, and it's like you turn your presence up to like eight, and you know you turn the distortion to eleven because you know that's what Mick Mars's guitars go to. His amps they go to eleven. He borrowed them from uh, from Nigel. Probably from Nigel Tufnell. His all go to 11. The Spinal Tap, by the way. That bass player's got the biggest oh, I cock can't wait rock. to do the Spinal Tap over the years. <laughs> <laughs> and I just God. choked Bill. Sorry, that was even worse. 
Sometimes we just let him go, folks. <laughs> oh, damn. Oh, Technical difficulties, folks. Sorry. You need the Heimlich? Give him a second. You need the Seek Heil? Nah. Oh. Let's give it a second. Hopefully, Billion doesn't oh, die. Oh, he got liquid side. down his windpipe. That's oh, that's, that's always that's that, the worst. That's a bitch. Yeah. That's one of those things because I've done that. Okay, he's standing. I can see him. As long as you don't see him hit the ground. No, if he if he if he falls, then we'll jump off and he'll edit this out later. But that that's a scary feeling when you get water down the windpipe. Yeah, yeah. wrong pipe. That's the worst. Wrong pipe. Yep. Yeah. Women have the exact same reaction whenever you. Uh, okay. <laughs> All right. Well, that was See, a little too far. Wrong pipe, sorry. Too far? <laughs> you all right? And we're back. All right, all right. So Was, was it at least funny? Not here. not the you choking to death part, but the actual funny part before that. I didn't hear what you said. Okay, well, then that's good. <laughs> You'll hear it later, probably. Uh, before we almost well, killed Bill. Well, before we, well, before we move on, though. Because kill that, Bill. We killed have y'all ever done that, like where you get it down the wrong pipe and all of a sudden it's like, it, like water sucks, but when it's something that's got like carbonation, carbonation oh my yeah. God, then it goes into your sinuses. Yeah. 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 Then it gets up in your nose and shit. Yeah. That's fucking awful. You know, the only thing worse than that is like if you're eating like, let's say a salad that's got jalapenos in it and then you sneeze as you're eating it or a poison concert. The jalapenoness will go up into your sinuses and it burns. Oh my god! It you're burns right. like yeah. yellow mustard. It's hot as fuck. Yeah. The hollow what? Jalapenos. Like if you're eating a salad, <laughs> are they hollow? Got, no, they're not hollow jalapenos. Or jalapenos. Okay. Sorry, okay. too Sorry. much emphasis on the <laughs> slobble. <laughs> but I did that the other night. I was eating a salad, had a jalapenos in it, a sneeze, and I felt like my sinuses were literally going to explode into a billion crystals. Uh, yeah. You're probably clear for a little By the way, jalapenos also have a lot of fiber, folks. So Mexican food's healthy. Boom. It is. See what we did there? (laughs) All right. Back to the show. Billiam's no longer choking to death, and that's positive. A few factoids about this one. About the Monterey crew. We saw the the devil. uh, Oh, the song uh, Bastard. Okay. So the song Bastard is what got Tipper Gore and the PMRC on their ass. I wonder why. Wow. Maybe it's her. Well, can you only be a bastard if you're a bastard boy, or are there bastard girls, too? Like, if they're born without a dad, does that still... It's a valid question. I don't know. Y'all can give us a call at 980-666-8182 and tell us if you know the answer. And or if you want to sponsor our uh, Beer of the Episode segment. Uh, Speaking of that, I think we have a message. (gasps) From a voicemail? Yes, a message from a voicemail. Oh, voicemail called? Let's give it a hear. A voicemail. Voicemail called. Left us a message. What? (laughs) It seems like that's all we're getting now. Yeah. It never gets old. Maybe occasionally we'll get the yep, yep Thursday, but, you know. Right, right. But the the what's are good. Yeah. The what's are very, very good. I'll take the what's. Always good. And again... We can't stress this enough. If you'd like to leave us a voicemail, give us a call at our 33rd floor inverted bunker poon underground studios at 980-666-8182. Thank you. And back to the back of the show. Uh-oh. My oh, Hulk. I know what that is. That's the 1983 U.S. Festival right there. Yeah. Also called the U.S. Festival. Yeah, but that's where they kind of got... Was it us or was it U.S.? Because I know, wasn't it in the U.S.? Us Festival, U.S. Festival. Both kind of both. 
I don't know if there's periods between the letters. I never paid attention. I don't but know. Maybe 30 days apart, but I'm not sure. Or I know that I watched this shit live, though, and that is really, I mean, I really think, and they left this out of the movie, which I didn't get. Out of the I dirt? Think, yeah, I think this is what introduced them to the country because they did this, I think it might have even been right before the album came out when they did this show. Oh, really? But like I had promo yeah. tour almost or pre-tour. Yeah. Warm up tour. Oh, it was somewhere right around because I remember hearing them with my cousin when she bought the record, and then I remember seeing this like right at the same time. So it had to be close. Yeah. And uh, that the heavy metal day to nineteen. I want to do a whole show on that. I would what? love to do a show uh, on the uh, Us Festival. festival. Uh, Fucking heavy metal. That day was awesome. You had Ozzy yeah, with Jakey Lee, Priest, yeah. uh, Van Halen headlined the whole thing, but Motley Crue, Quiet Riot. Uh, there's a bunch more I can't think of right now, but it, it was Loads really cool. Of really cool. Metal. Yeah. Loads. Yeah. You know, it's funny. Looking back, isn't it kind of weird to think that, you know, Vince Neil was the only blonde in the entire band, everybody else, and that kind of made him more striking as a front man in a weird way. Well, they did that on purpose, according sure. to The Dirt. Oh, really? So was he like a natural They wanted man? a guy with David Lee Roth looks and uh, what what did they say? I forget what was this. They, they wanted a combo of Mick Jagger, David Lee Roth, and David Bowie or something like that. Yeah. Uh, wow, well, I guess record executives really are fucking delusional. No, that they? was Nikki Six. And, oh, really? Uh, and uh, Mick Mars. <laughs> yeah. Wait a minute. What was the band? He had another band before... Uh, before this who nikki six yeah it was kind of more of a glam london london that's the one yeah yeah they were considered uh, i've heard them called the uh band camp for la musicians like everybody who went on to become famous was was in london at one point in time well london was inspired more like by like the mc5 and Mm. uh, Uh, sweet and slade and stuff like that. new york dolls yeah yeah Yeah, new york dolls so hence the early glam metal which again if you go back 70s if you go yeah. back and check, uh, what's his name? Is it Sam? It's Sam Dunn. Not Sam Dunn. He's a former Georgia governor. It's <laughs> Sam Dunn that did Dunn. The, uh, the heavy metal. All the movies. The yeah. 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 Yeah, those were good. Anyway, sorry. That was a bit of tangentiality. Uh, the spoken word track called In the Beginning was written by Nikki Six. A character. Let's say In the Beginning was credited to Alistair Fiend, a character Nikki came up with. It was voiced by engineer Jeff Wortman. Jeff is in my name. I just Geoff remember Tate. It's spelled the same way. When I heard it, it creeped me the fuck it, out. Yeah, that was terrible. Hearing that on the radio, y'all can say it. Oh, you didn't hear it on the radio, Matt. Oh, well, I fucking did. Hearing that on the radio was terrifying. I actually used to record shit off the radio, so I'd have, I could listen to it later. Yeah. Because I couldn't afford to go buy, you know, a cassette. Oh, even, even the worst is when you had that, that like tape recorder. You know, you know which one I'm talking about. It's like box. two inches. No, not even a boom. Oh, the old school, the like old our parents' school. tape recorder. Yeah. Yeah. And he'd set it next to the radio and hit record. Yeah. <laughs> you weren't even getting a yeah. direct line. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. But it's still secondhand. It's like, that's all you had. You mm. didn't have YouTube to just pony up. Oh, let's go look up the video from all the crew. Thur, thur. <laughs> you know, you had to actually work back then. That's why all of y'all have such convenience now. Back in my day. You young people. God damn it, we're getting all fucking crotchety and shit. Let's so, get back to the show. Reached as high as number 17 on the Billboard album chart. That's pretty rad. That's oh. impressive for a band with a better mm-hmm. on the cover. Went gold in, what's that, four months? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, September 83 to Jan And they went on uh, platinum in five months. Wowzers. They and toured then, a bit with uh, Kiss. 
for the Creatures of the Night tour. That's probably where all. And Kiss right. had them fucking removed after yeah. about halfway through the tour. That's when you know you got a good show. <laughs> right. When you get kicked off by the headliner, keep doing what you're doing and go fucking headline well, yourself. Well, Kiss doesn't party. They, uh, some of them do. They party yeah. in different ways. Like yeah. Gene's a complete slut. Yeah. Paul, I, I guess he just reads philosophy, and he's also a complete slut. And the other guys are actual rock and roll. But then you know, they jumped on. Didn't they jump on the Bark at the Moon tour with Ozzy? Who Kiss or no, Molly Crew? Probably Crew. Uh, maybe. I think That's when they possible. got removed from. Uh, it would have been a better fit for sure. Yeah, I think it Motley did. Crew with Ozzy versus Motley Crew with Kiss. Maybe maybe that was Theater Pain, but I thought it was this album they got put on. I think Motley Crew's probably too heavy for Kiss to be on that tour. Yeah. Way too heavy. But with Ozzy, that would be a good fit. Hence, right. kind of like with you know, Metallica being on tour with Ozzy. That's Yeah, it was Motley Crew and w- Wasted were the support acts for that one for Bark at the Moon. Bark at the Moon. Wasted. Yeah. God, that would have been a good show to go see. I believe Billiam is at the Wasted with a W-A-Y-S-T-E-D. You are correct, sir. I believe that's also ding, tangentially ding, ding. related to the Fast Way, which may also also be tangentially related to the Motorhead, if I'm not mistaken, I and or UFO. Wait, way too much tangentiality is in this core there. Yes, sir. Is that the new core? Nah, we can do better. We'll come All back. Right. There's lots of drugs involved in this one. Oh, yeah. And this is also around the time where Vince Neil killed uh, Razzle in the car wreck. Oh, yeah, from Hanoi Rocks. Yeah. Yeah. Almost makes you wonder, is that the result of the bad luck of the pentagram? That could hmm. be. Could be. Again, don't deny the power. Your producer can pull up some tunage. Yeah. Enjoy the scariness. Turn that shit up, Billy. <laughs> I think that was like the creepiest part. scratch <laughs> wait for it <laughs> yeah i haven't heard that in a long time right but it made me think of christopher walking <laughs> <laughs> bill it's so great to hear you know it's like i did it back in the day you know it's like yeah, i wanted to do cowbell and nikki's like no beaten down <laughs> <laughs> You know, maybe we should do a reading. Bill, if you could pull up the lyrics to in the beginning, I'll do my best reading of the entire thing. I don't think we need to go that far. No, we don't. <laughs> that's actually a great. I'm going to, maybe we'll put that on our Patreon later. Yeah, that's what we'll do. I'll, as soon as I get like some killer recording and producing equipment, I'm going to redo in the beginning as read by Christopher Walking. The do one is Jules. 
from uh, Pulp Fiction. Because yeah. uh, I was kind of yeah. thinking the it's gonna have like the righteous man. It's gonna <laughs> have like thirty eight motherfuckers in there. So just understand, it's gonna be a little little brutal. I like that though. Shout at the devil. That's a heavy fucking riff. It's the tone. Yeah. Angry. That classic old school metal vibe. Mm -hmm. Sabbathy. That little walking part. That's good stuff. I, as we're listening to that, I had a memory of actually uh, I recording my uh, cousin's t- uh, album of this and listening to this song, I think primarily over and over. Oh yeah. Yeah. Just like listening to it. I used to do that when I was a kid, I find one song that I like and I just listen to it over and over. Yeah. And over. I did that a lot too. Yeah. But good songs are like that though. Yeah. Like you find one, it's like you almost hate to listen to it over and over and over. But I've, if I find a song that I'm just like totally into, I'll sit there and right. run it into the ground like seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, yeah. 10 times. I'll just keep fucking playing it. But I mean, you can tell these guys are so ahead of the time, right there. Of yeah. everybody else that was doing it back then, right? Of Rat and all that. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. I mean, they're so the I don't know, like the song structures and everything. It was like like they knew what they were doing. Well, even the intensity of it, it was like they were. I kind of feel like, especially around this time, that they were probably heavier. Than most of the other LA bands, they were. I mean, that when this album came out, I would way more wavels. They set a bar for heavy metal yeah. at that time, raised yeah. it. Yeah, that raised the bar. Yeah. So, yeah, it was scary. It was heavy. I mean, from Tommy Lee's drumming, he was all the songs had a hook. Yeah, yeah, you know, I mean, right. you know, like it was the kind hook. of that perfect album almost like the hook yeah. or don't like the hook, right? It's you still know. a hook. If you're trying to, if you're trying to sell some records and make it. You gotta have a hook. You yeah. gotta have a hook. Hooks, hooks create memory. Ooh, we could remember it. And it was just good. I mean, it, I think everything fell together perfectly on that album. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. I pretty much didn't like anything else they did after that, or very few things they did after this album. But uh, this, I, I, it was more. Wa- they were kind of more watered down yeah. after this. I mean, well, some of that is just the artistic evolution and the times, and of course, they probably got into the hair metal thing because it's like, hey, we can get more pussy if we do this. <laughs> so you know, maybe that's part of it. But yeah. I mean, over time, it's like you can't be, you know, like Metallica couldn't be kill them all forever, right? So I mean, eventually, well, every gonna, band evolves. I get exactly. that. I just, but this uh, is kind of their magic album. This yeah. is without this one, all the rest of it would have never happened. I think so. I, and I this is probably, if I'm going to be honest, this is probably my favorite, probably my favorite Molly Crew record. Oh, it's other, definitely mine. Other than yeah. the self-titled one, which that's a whole other ball game. That that's probably my favorite Molly Crew record in terms of sheer like the music and everything. The What's self-titled, the self-titled one? one? It's the one with John Karabi and vocals. Oh yeah, that's a different good. vibe. That's a more yeah. heavy. Yeah, that we'll was have pretty to do good. a dive on that one because that one's brutal. Yeah, but this one is in terms of like the Motley Crew 
aesthetic classic lineup. this yeah the classic motley crew aesthetic this one is the one i think so this is the magic oh fuck i almost could say magic and a burp what's next the looks that kill the hooks that kill the Bitches hooks that, that kill. kill yeah in this one i remember this video so i can see it there? in my head yeah it's almost early fresh uh-huh. can you hear it Well, it's like that theme. simple crash. Standard theme? Really? Had something to do with Sweet Spot and Vince's voice. Mm, yeah. That riff. That's fucking heavy metal, isn't it? The gang vocals. It's almost kind of a thrashy. Oh yeah, I mean, just like a slower thrash yeah. kind of beat, you know, like the vibe to it. It gets the double bass going here at some point, doesn't it? In this one, is it? I can't I remember so. if it was this one or. I don't know. There's a bong in this one. We just oh, missed yeah. the bong. Yes, we did. The bong. I think we should get to the solo in this one. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. yeah. We covered this. Again. It was fun to play. I would say this could be on a future episode of Camping Out. Sounds like a very savage riff to me, kind of. You know what I mean? The walk down. Always like that little squeal too, little mm-hmm. the, the Mick squealy. Yeah, I guess that's the Mick. That yeah, see, that sounds like a fucking McDonald's toy. The or Mick something. squealy, Mick squealy. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I get my girlfriend every Friday after we go to Mexican. But <laughs> thank you. Yeah, the joke there is Mexican. We're <laughs> <sighs> not. I was so pissed. I went to Mexican last night, and both of the local places were just packed. That's because it's a Friday night food, Russell. Do I you know. not? Don't you know the rituals? But I moved up to the country to get away from that shit. No. Those rituals don't go away. Everybody Russell. followed me out here. It's yes. called humanity. <laughs> it's called humanity, Russell. We all used to. You walk in there on a Friday night at seven o'clock. There'd be four other tables. That's no, why. Wait. That's why I always go out and do my going out to eat like around two or three. Yeah. In the afternoon, because that way nobody's there. 
And the reason I say that is because I'm living my life as an artist, creating all this beautiful content for Metal Nerdery Podcast. That's true. And if you'd like to give me some input to make my art better, give us a call at 980-666-8182. Some input. Yeah. See what I did there? (laughs) Just use lobe first. Be gentle. (laughs) Okay. So before we move forward, which of the two hits did y'all like better? Shout the devil or looks a kill at this point. I like Shot at the Devil better. It's just... The I like them both. I mean, they're... Both. Yeah. Well, they're kind of... I mean, Looks of Kill's faster. Shout at the Devil's yeah. more kind of heavy, but... Okay. I like the cadence of the vocals in Shout at the Devil, the way that it's kind of a rappy kind of thing. Yeah. You know? I think the next one is a little more straight ahead, super metal, kind of back to the prior album. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah. Too Fast for Love style? Yeah. Uh, no. No? Kind of the vibe, you don't think? No, I think the next one's Bastard. Is it? It's kind of got that vibe, though, a little bit. It's Tommy Lee. Tommy Lee. Yeah, Tommy Lee's dick plays all the drums. It's <laughs> <laughs> fucking talented, man. Yeah, see, that has, it reminds me more of that take, take me to the top kind of. Yeah, yeah. It's, it definitely has that feel. Tommy Lee was just beating the shit oh, yeah. out of yeah, those he, drums, he, man. Yeah, he hits and he's a big dude. He's like yeah. six, five, six, six feet tall. I mean, he's fucking he, he, Tommy he's Lee six Saint. Five, something like that. Six, and he plays Is drums with his dick. I mean, that's why yeah. it's that's why it's so powerful. Actually, his dick plays hi hat. I mean, he still plays <laughs> all the other drums, but I don't know. I, the I, hits I, they keep a coming. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, apparently his dick used to drive him and. Uh, Pamela Anderson Lee all around on her yacht. So there's video of that. I'm not fucking full of shit. I know y'all want to say I am, but just saying. I think the next one was a nice little interlude acoustic. Even the acoustical thing was kind of evil. God bless the children of the, the beast. The title alone is evil sounding, but it sounded lovely. Uh, Tommy Lee is 6.2. He's only 6.2? I thought he was taller than that. <sighs> taller or longer? Yes. I don't know where to... Okay. Thank you for that. That's totally metal. Yes. (laughs) Hey, 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 hey. Easy.
That's a pretty little ditty. It, it is a pretty little ditty. You know what the only lyrics in that song are, man? God bless the children of the beast. At the very end, right? Yeah. I mean, that that's... I, hey, y'all, this is Ron. At, uh, they don't sing it that way, but I do down here at the Rib Lounge. Uh, y'all need to come down and check out our limited edition wolf steak. Wolf steak, yeah. Uh, we, we had the recipe for the marinade on a prior episode, so you might want to check that out, but... uh. Anyway, uh, y'all, y'all go listen to Mel Nerdy. Uh, go buy their shit, y'all. Uh, they're kind of a co-sponsor down here at the Rib Lounge, but you can go to metalnerdery.com slash merch, and uh, well, they got all kinds of shit for you. And they got a discount for you uh, at the Rib Lounge, 10% off. It's good at the Cotlod location only. Okay, boys, back to you. Thank you, Ron. So uh, they close out the, uh, side, side, of the album, side one. Side one with some Some covers. Beatles. Which I thought was a good cover. That's fucking heavy. Put some chug in there. Yeah. Uh, Damn. Dual on my burps. Under twin tower powers actually. <laughs> in the middle of a song. Sorry. It's just a Beatles song, Bill. Jeez. I think I heard this version first. Really? Before the Beatles version? Yeah, I think everybody did. Well, uh, not everybody. I had a eight track. Us, the three yeah, of us at yeah. least. Yeah, the people in our... The people that matter, which is the three of us. <laughs> we heard it first. <laughs> the people in our age group. Okay, our age group heard it first. We matter the most. Yeah, I think this is my first exposure because I hadn't really heard much of Beatles stuff other than the radio stuff, and I did not hear that song on the radio. No, no. But when I heard this, and I was like, it's a pretty badass song, and then I found out it was the Beatles. I'm like, holy shit. The Beatles are actually more metal than perhaps I gave them credit for. Listen to that. I mean, how is that not heavy as balls? It's like if you went, again, I still stand by this statement. If you went back in time and you took the Beatles, like, gear from today with like uber crunch and like super crunch even if you went back to like sabbath in the 70s and gave that to him don't you think that would totally change the dynamic of the music yeah because if i mean think about but it i think that adds to the charm yeah i guess it does but i mean they they fucking heavy the shit out of that song mm-hmm. big time now talk about a killer opener for side dose now, the this Red was Hot. one of their old, old songs. I think Red Hot? That, yeah, I think they actually had written this prior to e- any of their albums, and it just didn't make the first album. Huh. Huh. I believe that to be the case. It kind of has the sound a little bit of the first album, maybe. All right. Can't be loud enough, William. Actually, did we cover this, Russ, when we used to jam back in the day? 
briefly? Maybe. Maybe not. Don't turn that down on my account, Billion. It can't be loud enough. Turn it back up. Fucking heavy metal. Yeah. It's pretty badass, actually. Oh, yeah. I haven't heard this in forever. Hear that bass in the background? Maybe thing going. Yeah. yeah. Very much. Right here. That was a beautiful Vince Neil impression by our very good, own Billion. That was, that was spot that was, on. That's uh, some serious heavy metal there, boys. That's yeah, serious God, heavy I metal. God, how good that was. Right? It's like as soon as like that drum roll, like when the, you know, right before, it's like you can see like the stage lights where it's like all white. Oh, it's yeah. like, everybody, scream for me. <laughs> it was like, they're, it, hey, you know what? I love the helmet. You could almost say that's kind of like their Iron Maiden moment. Is that a stretch? Too much. I just think it definitely had some influence into that song. Probably. Yeah. I mean, how could it not? Yeah. Chord progression. And I think there's also a tangentiality there with uh, Nikki Six fucking Bruce Dickinson's wife at one point. How did that happen? But apparently it did. But, you know, I guess nobody's faithful anymore. So, eh, oh, whatever. I guess that's the way it is. Perfect segue into Too Young to Fall in Love. <laughs> <laughs> I have a memory of this song in eighth grade. I think one of the kids was trying to get, you know, the teacher was, it was a, it Bitch. Was a no, it was a guy. And Dickhead. I, no, he was, he was fine at okay. Matt. <laughs> Adam, Matt. He's fine. Adam, that comment was aimed at you. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, I think, I think the teacher was trying to be quote unquote cool. Yeah. And so one of the kids, you know, um, leather jacket, this, that, and the other, he had, um, I th- I, he must have had this tape, and I remember walking into the class, and they were they were playing the song, and the teacher no was shit. like banging his head. Right was, on. <laughs> okay. Hopefully, I can learn each kid something. This is another one I remember covering at some point. Yeah. Oh yeah. Good video too. I used to be able to do this weird nasally thing that I could kind of mimic <clears throat> Vince Neil. Like that? No, like the Vince Neil voice. Oh. My Hulk. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like that? Up until <laughs> about. <laughs> Four or five years ago. Yeah. Doing a lot of coke on your microphone? No, 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 no. Not lately. It's been a while. It's been a while. You're doing the suppositories. (laughs) I I only do coke suppositories now. It's great. It's better than fiber. Doesn't fuck your sinuses up. I stay completely. I've lost like 25 pounds in the last week. Man, that's work. I think they're meth suppositories, actually. I need to dial it down to the coke suppositories. Adderall. Sorry, I don't even know what that means, y'all. Relaxer suppositories. How about... Dispositories. They're just like sticking shit up there. You know? <laughs> it's like a squirrel. Go grab nuts for the winter. Just stick. Where you put them? Put them in Matt's fucking asshole. That's where they belong. God. And we deviated uh, off track too I'll far. Get that started. <laughs> hey. Drum sound is so huge. Bottom esque. 
Yeah. Do you agree? Definitely. They were duck lips. Oh man, I'm so glad we're listening to this. Honestly, <laughs> you forget about stuff. Yeah, yeah. And you're fucking old and decrepit years. The irony still here to me is that there is a tie-in somewhere, and there's some lore out there in the tales of yore. Where Metallica were kind of Motley Crueish, like this era of Motley Crueish, but they were also trying to get even heavier. Because remember, at one point, there were, what, Leather Charm? That's right. Oh, yeah. Which sounds like this, even in title. No, even the very first demos you hear uh, with Hetfield singing, he was singing like that. Had that vibe, yeah. He was kind of doing that. It was like a gruffier version of Vince Neil. Right. Yeah. I can't remember what song it is. Uh, Phantom Lord or Jump in the Fire. What, what, I just remember hearing him singing this really high pitchy. Kill 'em All kind of has that feel a little bit. Yeah, but the the de- Kill 'em All is fucking way thrashier than the demo version I'm talking about. It's okay. like, it was like really high pitch, uh, nasally vocals like way before his balls dropped. Yeah, like but he was doing like almost that. It's Neilish on purpose. Was it? Yeah. Was it hit the lights? As it as it came out on like the, the Metal Massacre version, Metal yeah. Well, they didn't they release two on Metal Massacre. They had like the first one. Well, they had multiple versions of that one. Right. Which, by the way, you can go back and check out our Metal Massacre episode. I want to say the earliest version. I want to say maybe it was hit the lights, but it was like the earliest version I've heard. He was singing in a super high pitched, yeah. uh, not gruff, not. It kind of had that vibe with yeah. like the Nwabam vibe, right? Right. Before right. it was more like the James vibe. Yeah. So. So yeah, and they were they they were donned in their their leather, no life till leather, outfits and no such. life till leather outfits. That was the name of their a fable demo, right? No life till leather. S and M lady that likes to wear leather, and be a Metallica, as James Hetfield. Just kidding, knock him down, kid. That's a cool riff. That's a heavy riff. Bass. It's like a bass enhancer. Yeah. So it's keyboards. That's fucking heavy metal. Yeah. 
That's Priest. That's Maiden. That's, yeah. yeah, that's an album. 1983. That's fucking badass. There's even some. There's even some ACDC in there. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, as all those elements like coalesce together. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. like that heavy rock and roll vibe plus like the whole Nwabum vibe. I mean, it's like they took all that late '70s stuff and kind of gave it a. I don't know, bright, shiny spray paint, shiny polish. diamonds. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. They like. I mean, they took the sounds of a lot of those late uh, '70s and early '80s Nwabum bands and kind of gave it a. A facelift, yeah, kind of, yeah, or maybe like a maybe not a face facelift. That's probably not the wrong. Like a turbo, they like turbo boosted it, yeah. Like a like yeah. a what do you call it when you like a home improvement? Like when you do something at home and like you know you we did our okay. kitchen and marble and you know glass and it looks just great, like an improvement, just an yeah. upgrade. Yeah. Yes, upgrade is probably renovation. That's yeah, the word. Renovation. That's the twelve dollar word we're looking for. Think. Okay, think back. You know, we just did a dive on high voltage. Yeah. Yes, we did. Like, just fun. Like I can hear ACDC playing that song, playing you know, too young fawn. Like oh, you know, the you vibe. Can, you can hear the, the riffs and stuff. Even you know, you know, the guys in the back. Knock You know, and hear, could, I, could, like I can hear the. I, can, I don't know. Could you imagine Bond's voice on some of these? Like yeah, I mean, yeah, I can. for sure. Like, That's I what really I'm could. Yeah. Let me tell you why. She's got the looks I kill. I can yeah. totally hear that. Yeah. That'd be cool as yeah. shit. Yeah. Okay, now this next one, I I had heard some funny. Uh, I don't know if it's an urban legend or if Nikki Six is just all hype all the time or if heroin makes him that way, but, but apparently, ten seconds to love. I'd read some interview or something that he gave where he said, "Yeah, if you listen real closely, you can hear the squishy sounds from the soundboard." While we were fucking on the board in the studio and recording the album. I don't know if that's right, true or everybody's not. Everybody's got that story because apparently but I've read that. Axel so you've read Rose, that too? Well, no, Axel Rose. I'm just saying there's other bands that have that mm-hmm. same story because Axel Rose was banging Stephen Adwards' girlfriend in the studio while they were, um, and you can hear her moaning during, um, was it Rocket Queen? Yeah, I think it's Rocket Probably. Queen on Appetite. Yeah, he was <laughs> Axel's okay. banging Stephen's girlfriend. In I'm going to be going back and listening to that later. <laughs> Anyway, seems so like everybody's got that heavy metal yeah. rock story. Sure, because yeah, yeah. everybody's whores. Okay, yeah. ten seconds to love. Yeah. Now I did read in that article. Oh, sorry. Oh, oh, yeah. No, I was just going to say I was reading uh, where Nikki Six said at Gazzari's people were. He was so used to seeing people fucking in the grass behind the place <laughs> that he just got bored and started throwing beer cans at. Him. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, it became such a boring thing. I just started throwing beer cans and shit. Why not bottles? Graduate up to bottles because they have more impact and, you know, they really break and more drama. All right. Ten seconds to love. Ten seconds to love. Even that was kind of Jamesy. Yeah. Love. Yeah. You're going to have to read those lyrics because I have no <laughs> yeah. fucking idea what he said right You know, <laughs> watching some of those videos of him recently, I mean, you almost got to think. There's no... 
I don't need, I know where you're going, but I'm shut There's up. There's no way that that voice was going to last forever. Number yeah, one, yeah. but it really was. This is going to sound totally shitty. It really wasn't that great back then. It just matched the music. It matched perfectly. the energy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It matched the energy. The angstiness. He had the look. You know, he they had killed. It. Huh? Right. Huh? Yeah. But still, when I listen to it, like, even if you go back and watch that Us Festival 83, wasn't that great back then live? I mean, you know. We might have to close out with that just for yeah. a sample. Just to, The next song, ladies and gentlemen, is about my middle name, Danger. <laughs> Geezer, Danger, the butler. Geezer was the original spy that shagged me in it. Sounds like Symphony for the Devil. I think it's Motley Crue's long distance dedication. Track 11, Danger. Some of those riffs remind me of like Iomi style riffs, like late seventies, early eighties, when Sabbath sound was starting to kind of yeah, his riffs this, were kind of changing. This song doesn't fit the rest of the album to me. No, it doesn't. It's uh, it's really different. It's a bad. I mean, and because of that, it's not the best way to end the album. Yeah, that's but, a but you know weird what track though, eleven. I've yeah. noticed if y'all if y'all notice a lot of bands because Pantera did it. A lot of bands do it. They'll stick a song at the very last song, the tracking. Bring it if down. it's one of those, it's kind of like a, yeah, this is, consider this like a bonus track. This isn't really part of the album, but we wanted to try it and it kind of doesn't fit. I kind of think bands do that. Like if it's a song that seems like it's sort of a, sticks out like a sore thumb. Now if it tore me. They chuck it at the end. So I'd, tracking I'd, changes. I'd swap it with Helter Skelter. Really? Yeah. Uh, actually, that'd be a good swap. Because you, yeah. you bring it down here, and then you're back at red hot. You yeah. know what I mean? And then, yeah. and well, then the you album with Helter Skelter, yeah. that'd be a funny Yeah. Thing. Well, that would probably end it really strong, because, yeah. I mean, Danger would kind of fit. It's a good song. I like Danger. It's a good song, it's just, but it's like... Like Bill said, it doesn't sound like the rest of the album. But if you got God Bless the Children of the Beast, which is an instrumental anyway, and then if, oh, if you were to stick to Danger right that, after yes. that, it would kind of be a good, like, blending them together. Yeah. Make them like a... I don't want to say Intro. a slash song, but yeah. like you could put them together and make like one maxi song. Is that the word? Yeah. Not like no, a maxi, maxi pad, pad, but like a song. A song, not the pad. Like a song that absorbs a lot of blood and mucus, Russell. That's what I'm talking <laughs> about. A maxi song. Exactly. Booms. Bill knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> don't deny the power of Satan. See? <laughs> anyway, we got through it. <laughs> Shoo.
about a thrill. I feel like Russell's about to be nauseous. Anyway, no, green. Am I green? He's green. I feel you just, green. You need more alcohol, dude. All right. Thank you all for joining us for this dive into. I enjoyed the, that. Into the shout at the devil. I I muchly enjoyed that. Oh, there was a remasterized version in 03. What? Put yourself in 1983. Okay, I was doing this just a moment ago, and and what little Love. brain cells I have left. Oh, no. Now, um. Bark at the Moon came out. I bought that. I remember buying that LP. Right. I love that cover. That was so cool. I remember buying that. Um, I bought Screaming for Vengeance, even Excellent. though it came out a year before, I Beautiful think. Beautiful choice. Yeah. And then, um, support it. and then my cousin, who lived next door, uh, my cousin Melissa, who Bill knows, um, she bought Pyromania and um shout at the devil oh, so we would like you know go to either my house or her house and sit there and listen to all our records yeah you know? and it, it was just like that was a really good year if you think about all that the albums i just oh, mentioned there was that's a like, great, oh, great stuff yeah look right here fucking oh, holy diver yeah, kill right. them all peace of mind peace of mind come on this one metal health that was quality pyromania say what you will yeah death leopards balls to the wall we had that show no mercy they played that on the radio. I remember. Balls to yeah. Wow. Yep. Man. Yep. Little Udo. Twisted Sister, You Can't Stop Rock and Roll. That was before I heard Twisted Sister. Black Sabbath. Born I had Again. Born Again. I like that one. I, I had Born Again, too. I had uh, Trashed. That yeah. was a great song. That was thrash almost. Uh, kind of. That yeah. was a weird album, but it was really, really just cool. Just burning. Yeah, we'll have to do a dive on that yeah, one. Yeah, that was sure. a good one. Saxon. Although, we're, you know what? At some point, we're probably going to have to do like a Saxon review just because. What about UFO? We probably need to well, you know, it's like, UFO you know, Saxon and UFO are like two of my favorite fucking bands, but you know, but it's like, you know, Mel Nerdery hadn't done them yet, but hey, by the way, this is Laryngitis. Go buy this I shit. Go to melnerdery.com slash merch and uh, send me some gum. Tall Denmarkian is the fucking username. So, you know, you guys send me some gum. Uh, celebrate Black Album 2021. Sorry, I know we're talking about Molly Crew. Fuck you, Nikki Six. <laughs> <laughs> I had to look it up. I'm not going to lie. I enjoyed looking up. I thought it was a good album. <laughs> and check the time. Mark yep. it, dude. Yep. And there it is. Headhunter right. Crocus. I like the Crocus. Loudness. I'm not going to say. I had Flick of the Switch. Yep. That was Flick a of the Switch. Yeah, that was a good one. That was a that was really awesome. good album. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and my fine. band's first EP came out. Hello, this is Geoff Tate. That had Queen of the Reich plugging Queen's Reich. Was it on Queen? Was Queen of the Reich on that? I've got yeah. that tape somewhere. That was the opener, which is actually a ferocious opener. Oh my god, that sounds crazy! It's killer. It's yeah. killer. Stila. Stila. That was some uh, Yingwei suicidal. Some suicidal. Wow. Ooh, ooh the Pantera. The metal magic, metal magic. It's got a, it's got a, a man beast with a <laughs> wearing a g string and a speedo. <laughs> I think it's like one of those fucking Illuminati, you know. No, one of their friends parties. in high that's school fucking, fucking drew is. that, and they were like, "Oh, that's cool." Yeah, that's, that's how they look like a Bohemian Grove when they're out there setting uh, shit on fire. That is most of us. Not that there's anything wrong shit. with that. All right, Rat Raven. Rat and Raven, huh? Okay, Fastway, Beast. Fastway. I think Mixon had that tape too. I believe I will be sensing a future 1983 Eliminator episode. Yeah, that was and rest in power, yeah. Dusty Hill. Eliminator from Indeed. ZZ Top came out in 1983. And, and I guess we should we should note here that we're recording well after the uh, recent passings of Dusty Hill, Mike Joey Howell, Jordanson, Mike Howe from Middle Church, Joey right. Jordison from Slipknot. So it's been hail, a shitty, shitty week. And farewell to all of you. Well, just think of how the house band's going to be. You know, 
Oh, yeah. When you get to the afterlife, it's going to be great. Right. It's going to be great. All right, man. Well, I'm glad we did that uh, Shot at the Devil. Much that was glad. fun. I forgot yeah. how much I enjoyed Very that much. album in, in my youth. In my youth. youth. Yeah. What's a youth? <laughs> Thank you all for joining us. And please go support the Matari crew. I don't know. Are they doing some kind of like farewell tour? Next year. Next year? Uh, yeah. I, I mentioned this on Is this after Vince episode? goes to the gym and gets his ass God, in shape? I, and they, out his whoever's points? paying them to do the fucking tour should mandate. Buy a trainer. You lose 80 pounds. You get your voice working or there's no fucking money. It is. Yeah. Uh, what about the other singer? Can he do John Darcy? Darcy? Yeah, he's, he's a he's a completely different style. I guess okay. it would be like comparing like John Bush and uh, yeah, but can he do Joey the hits? Yeah, yeah. If he, he can do the hits, then that's yeah, what I don't matters. Think he he could do, do it. It would be a different. It'd be a different vibe though. Oh, yeah. if it if it sounds different, yeah, that's what I'm asking. It'd be like Led Zeppelin with Ozzy. Doing It'd be Sammy doing "Running with the Devil." Yeah, yeah, that's would, a better. Analogy. It wouldn't be the same. It's a very more. Uh, it would probably analogy. sound good, but it wouldn't be the same. Right, right, right. yeah. So. Okay, so Russell's a nicotine addict, and I'm a urination addict. So thank you all for listening. God bless you. Check us out on the page. We're out of here, metalnerdery.com. Leave us some likes. Leave us some comments. Leave us some feedback and ratings. And again, hail to Stillfire for being the beer of the episode. Yeah. yeah we yeah. thank you for your inebriation. Take Bye-bye. care now. Bye-bye, Bye-bye then. Until the next. Until the next. <laughs> Suppositories. They're just like sticking shit up there. That was See? a little too far. Wrong pipe. Sorry. <laughs> just use lube first. Be gentle. Put them in Matt's <laughs> fucking asshole. That's where they belong. Oh, oh, um. I enjoyed looking up. Shout out to Devil coming to you on Satan Radio WSTN. It's all bullshit. There's no moon. Hi, everybody. This is Gazer, the butler, <laughs> listening to Metal Nerdery. Go buy this shit at mountainerdery.com slash merch. I've got to go get merely some more pasta sauce. Mm. You can also go to mountainerdery.com slash episodes, a podcast, or whatever the fuck it's called today. That's right. But now I've got to go write some songs and resurrect John Paul, George, and Ringo. Anyway. I think it's the nuts in my mouth that made me forget.